The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. So today we're going to spend our AI Today podcast talking about our use case series where we look at sort of the adoption of AI in various different industries. And today we're going to take a look at the stock market and the trading dun, dun, floor. Dun. <laughs> and, not, you know, maybe not this, you know, there are other things that are like the stock market, commodities and futures and bonds and blah, blah, blah. So we talk about stock market, we're talking about the trading floor in general, but basically the stock market. And it is the dream. It is the long dream of anybody who's in the financial trading industry to find the magical algorithm, the magical model that can predict the future of the market. Because if you can do that, you basically win everything in life, right? Because (laughs) if I I can tell you the price of Amazon or Apple stock or oil or whatever tomorrow, and I can lock in my buy low, sell high, sell high, buy low, whatever your strategy is, then you win. And you know what? There are very smart PhD mathematicians out there right now who are working on machine learning models to predict the markets, right? So we should talk a little about that. I think ever since there's been a market, there's been someone trying to figure it out in one way or another. (laughs) Just technology helps, but still hasn't cracked it. So like Ron said, we wanted to spend some time today talking about AI and how it's impacting, you know, the overall stock market, trading floor, and that whole area. Recently, adoption of AI and financial trading has seen an uptick and, you know, more people are starting to look into this. Wealth managers are using AI to help serve their clients better. Traders are using AI and also augmented intelligence tools to gain insights and slight market advantages. You know, anything that they can get, they really try. Any slight gain is worth it to them. And also, many people are starting to see some real value from using AI just in general. So we wanted to spend some time to dig deeper into this and talk about how AI is being applied in various ways. So part of getting an advantage in the stock market, of course, is what's called informational advantage. If you happen to know something before other people know things, then you have an advantage. This goes all the way back to even Baron Rothschild in the London stock markets, how he used the supposedly passenger pigeons to get information from the battlefields. You know, that was like supposedly like one of those big innovations. And it kind of carries through to the idea of high frequency trading, where like if you can gain microsecond, like not even microsecond, like probably picosecond seconds of advantage over someone else because you have the news. I mean, you could place that trade just before the other people place the trade, then you have an advantage, right? So having informational advantage is, is a real thing. But you know, nobody really knows the future, especially machines. So what you can really do, <laughs> so what you can do is you can try to just build better models. You can try to figure out, you can try to fill the fig, basically figure out a better cause and effect. Like when you see something happening in one place, right? What does your model tell you about what will happen somewhere else? Or maybe something in the same market. Like when I see, let's say the oil prices are going up. Does your model predict something with some high rate of predictability about what will happen in another market? And so this idea of modeling, model changes for stock market, for finance, for risk levels, you know, AI is really able to really analyze things just at a much higher level. It's basically just doing things at scale. We talk about that with the idea of hyper-personalization as one of the patterns, just in general patterns and anomalies and predictive analytics. You know, AI systems can read all the news. They can look at all the social media posts. You know, they could check every stock. They could check derivatives on stock. They could check options. They could check all those things. 
So companies that are really using AI are using it first and foremost to just be a massive intelligence gathering tool and synthesize all that information together and basically try to use that to inform and influence their models and use those models to basically help do things at a much faster speed. And of course, it's about speed, right? The speed is incredibly valuable. And so Mm -hmm. someone getting something just slightly faster, getting that insight, maybe you just have an insight that nobody else has, which is great. And you can act on that and hope nobody else notices. But a lot of times, (laughs) you know, but the truth of the matter is, is that you're never alone. There's too many people looking at too many things. So it's really about speed, right? And there are many, many companies that are really building these AI tools to look at the complex patterns in the market and analyze those patterns. So that's one big way that AI is helping right now. Yep. And AI is also helping to augment human stock traders. So we've talked about this idea of augmented intelligence in different podcasts. We also talk about it a lot with our advisory clients at Cognolytica because you can really see great benefits when you're using AI in an augmented intelligence approach rather than looking to fully replace the human. So for those of you on the podcast who are listening who don't know what augmented intelligence is, it's a way to augment and enhance the human and their performance and what they're doing, but not replace it. So you use humans and machines to gain augmented intelligence. We talk about this a lot in our training as well, because it really is important for companies to look into. So if you're interested in learning more about our training, you can go to cognolitica.com, C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com to look into that. We do individual trainings, and then we also have online education as part of our COG access as well, and we encourage you to check that out. But how AI and augmented intelligence is being used with stock traders is that humans aren't really good at looking at very large amounts of data. We talk about that all the time. It's just not something that humans do very fast or very well. But machines are great at this. So companies and recently developed tools are using things like natural language processing to allow users to talk to a system and filter out things such as financial data, stock statuses, current trends, and also just conversations in general. So that's able to go through this quickly, but then you're still using the human at the end of the day to make the final decision and to execute. So that's why it's augmented intelligence. But like Ron said, they're looking for any slight advantage that they can get. And if this helps increase speed and give them a slight advantage, then they'll use it. Another augmented intelligence feature that we're seeing that's popular in the stock market and tools around the stock market allow AI systems to provide daily stock recommendations to users along with stock rankings. So AI is really great at pattern recognition. And so it's able to look through data, find patterns, also look for price forecasting so that it can provide the best, most accurate information possible. The system also provides recommendations, but again, it's up to the human to make the final decision, which is why it's an augmented intelligence tool. Yeah. So this is sort of like definitely helping. And of course, AI and machine learning is also starting to help just in the back end. You know, you have these very complicated, fast moving systems and you can have back end systems dealing with processing, you know, processing the trades, processing the information. And then you have just you have tons of bots. And sometimes actually these bots can get into trouble. You probably have heard of the thing called the flash crash, which (laughs) happened a few years (laughs) ago. That's when these automated trading bots, a lot of them are not that intelligent. Actually, they're just like rules based. You know, it's like when this happens, do this. 
And they were just, you know, sometimes they move so fast because remember, this is high frequency training. You're trying to get in there before somebody else does. And what happens is that sometimes these bots kind of get stuck in this like little loop. It's like, oh, this is going down. I got to trade. And then, oh, this is going down. I got to trade. And then next thing you know, you have like this huge drop in the market, right? For maybe for like no really good reason. And so this is kind of where AI might help. We can spot like, well, wait a second. Is this a beneficial pattern here? Should I really be automating these trades? You know, or should I basically back off here? Or like, can the systems all have a little bit of an intelligence to basically say this is (laughs) some sort of feedback loop, right? So that's part of it. You know, it's like making these trading bots more intelligent and to avoid these sort of race conditions. And also in the back ends to help the transaction recording and all this sort of stuff happen in a way and keep an eye, like, you know, basically provide an additional level of guidance. The AI can be used by the markets themselves to spot trends to say, hey, is this a normal trading trend? Not looking at the specific trades, but saying, hey, is this pattern of trades normal? Are we have some sort of regulatory issues, some sort of compliance issue? So that can basically add some value there. But, you know, there's other places too. You know, we've seen this whole idea of like wealth managers who are managing, who are not maybe on the stock floor themselves, but the trading floor themselves, but me are helping other people. This idea of robo-advising. So maybe we could spend a little bit of time talking about this robo-advising thing. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, we've started to see robo-advisors changing wealth management and that they're starting to become more normal. So this falls into our goal-driven systems pattern of AI. And we've talked about robo-advisors in that podcast. If you haven't listened to it, we encourage you to check it out. We talked about it a little. And we'll also link to that in the show notes, just so that you can get a better idea of goal-driven systems pattern in general. But you know, this is where your robo-advisors are advisors that use little to no human intervention, and they're able to provide advice to clients on a wide array of different financial aspects. So they really are replacing the financial advisor to many clients. And they do this, you know, they're cheaper as a result, obviously, because there's no humans in there. And they're proving to be particularly accurate. And a lot of people are moving more towards that. So many wealth management companies have robo-advisors as part of their offerings because it allows customers a less expensive alternative to the traditional wealth managers. Maybe they don't have a lot of assets right now. Maybe they're new to wealth management in general and you know they're a little hesitant. So this is a great way for them to kind of get their feet wet. Robo-advisors are starting to see popularity because, as I mentioned, they're lower to use. And they also allow companies to gain those customers that they might not have otherwise attracted. So we're starting to see more companies have robo-advisors in their portfolio. They're helping customers to achieve certain financial outcomes and help them reach their goals, such as saving for college, retirement, a wedding, maybe a really expensive trip that they want to go on. So machine learning is helping these systems run through hundreds or thousands of different scenarios that can be tested in a very short amount of time and come up with some suggested Mm -hmm. plans. So it's not something that humans are able to run through very quickly on their own, which is why you would go to a robo-advisor. Yeah, and this actually blends two of our patterns. So, of course, the goal-driven systems pattern, which is that machine can basically find the best scenario. So you could say, hey, I'm trying to save for something five years out. And the system can basically try a bunch of things. Some of it, you could do that with rules-based systems too, but machine learning kind of does it because it can find some things that maybe a human who have created old might not have ever thought of, right? And you could try thousands of those scenarios. It also blends this idea of hyper-personalization, which is that maybe the plan for you is different than the plan for someone else. A lot of wealth managers basically use bucketing, you know, the old, the alternative to hyper-personalization is like, well, you're a person of this age with this kind of income, with this kind mm-hmm. of savings thing, with this general bunch of assets, and you're trying to save for this general thing. So I will look in my little book and I'll say, okay, oh, you should probably recommend this mix of bonds and stocks and blah, blah, saving. You know, maybe 
in general that works, just like all bucketing things. Maybe in general they work, but like specifically they may not work. So let's not do the general thing. Let's do something specific. So just in general, you know, we, this is really about sort of stock markets. We kind of got into wealth and advisory management. Of course, connects because these are people who are going to then put their money in the markets, right? So I think the idea is that like we're starting to really see a lot of adoption of AI. Obviously, from the trading perspective, they want that advantage. You know, they want any sort of advantage, you know, a little bit of insight, make their models better, consume millions of pieces of information instead of just the few that a human can do, act much faster, spot the trends. That's clearly their perspective. It's about like, you know, really winning and competitive advantage. Now, on the other side, we see the use of AI to like keeping a better watch on systems, you know, helping people make better decisions, you know, doing all this sort of stuff. So we definitely expect to see, I mean, this AI is a competitive advantage for everybody. So we are definitely expecting to see more AI increasingly be part of the picture. And we are definitely going to see more tools. Some of the stuff will be public, but I bet you there's a lot of stuff happening out there that is not public. This is the kind of thing, <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> this, this is the kind of thing. Some random hedge fund somewhere, some sort of little, you know, asset manager, somebody's got some model that's cranking out 20, 30, 40, 50% re- annual returns. They're not going to tell you anything. So this is kind of like <laughs> one of those places where you will see people very guarded about what they do here. And, you know, we'll probably never hear about the things that are really truly working. Uh, ironically, usually in an industry when things are really working, everybody wants to tell everybody, look what I did for, you know, this recognition system. Look what I did for this chatbot. Look what I did for this. No one's going to say, look at this great AI system I built that's giving me an advantage over everybody. They're not going to say a word. So this is the, the challenge <laughs> of this industry, right? Exactly. So sometimes it's hard to uncover some of those wins, as Ron said. But as analysts at Cognolytica, that's what we do. So we'll continue to keep an eye on the market and figure out what's going on. Because the stock market is a great place to see the increasing adoption of technologies such as artificial intelligence so that you can gain that you know slight insight, slight advantage, slight benefit so that you can be just a little bit better and gain those insights. So in the next few years, we expect that we're only going to see more AI and augmented intelligence brought into this industry. And we'll continue to keep an eye on it and see where things go, as Ron had mentioned earlier. So listeners, we hope that you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and that we've provided some insights today. If you'd like to dig deeper into any of this, you can always reach out to us. We're available at aitoday.live or cognolitica.com. And this is part of our use case series podcast. So we have many more in the series and I'll make sure to link to them in the show notes. You can also search through our podcasts to see if any of them strike your fancy and you'd like to listen to them as well. We also encourage you to rate us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. So thank you for listening and we'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group. And make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.